Welcome to Tracklisting, the podcast where a musician, a comedian, and a painter review old albums for some reason. I'm Nick. I'm Chris. And I'm Caleb, and we have a guest this week. That's right. Uh, host of the Still Got It podcast, let's give a very warm welcome to Seely Schumer, everybody! Hey. Oh, wow. Hey. Hey. Yeah. Seely Schumer. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Yeah. I was not expecting you to clap in this room before people... <laughs> No, we, we're, we've got a live audience. Come on, what did I tell a you? Live audience. What did I tell you? Keep up the charade. The charade is. Chris thank does you the so much. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah. Welcome, welcome. And we kind of got. Uh, well, Caleb had wanted to do this soundtrack for a long time, and yeah. you talked about this movie on your other podcast. Yes, my other podcast. We rewatch movies you like loved in your youth, your past, maybe haven't seen in a bit, and so we did Batman Forever few months ago mm-hmm. and then i wanted to come talk with you guys about something so yeah. you did an episode of my podcast that's right i yeah. think be coming out later this week yeah you can yeah. you can tease it yeah, you can tease, yeah. It. tease it a little bit yeah, yeah, yeah. break the, the news the sequel to this movie which is a worse movie and a different soundtrack yeah. so we're not going to talk about the soundtrack <laughs> at all <laughs> yeah. so today we're doing the uh the soundtrack to batman forever another standing ovation welcome welcome they're they're on their feet guys Chris you really warmed them up well today they're really primed yeah working out some new material it's it's about you know growing up in Ohio oh okay that's enough of that I did own this soundtrack and it got played heavily on my Sony Discman with G-Shock protection in the car oh nice I had this soundtrack as well and I did not remember it as well as I thought I did nor did I Um, I did not remember I I, I think someone had to remind me uh, that Seal was in any Batman (laughs) movie (laughs) (laughs) well we'll get to that later but uh, let's dive in what's our first track Uh, first we've got Hold Me Throw Me Kiss Me Kill Me by U2 The, the big single off of this album. Yeah. Uh, Nick has repeatedly said that this is your favorite U2 song. I haven't heard it in a long time, <laughs> but I do remember playing this song a ton when I was a kid. Yeah. I probably haven't heard it since then, honestly. But, in, in my head, this is the beginning of, of U2's like, uh, like shitty phase. <laughs> he was, Bono was becoming unleashed at this yeah, point. Yeah, this is... I remember being really like into the guitar sound of that. I was like, "How is this happening?" See, <laughs> <laughs> any thoughts on uh, U two? It's if you had not told me it was by U two and you just played it, I would think it was just written for. You know how they have like guys come in and do like, oh, it just has to sound alike. Yeah, yeah <laughs> like yeah, a yeah. sound alike song. <laughs> yeah, just sort of like a general rock vibe. It's it's got that. Um, who's the rap rock song? Um, like oh, uh, like Lincoln Park or something? No, earlier than that. Um, I'm, I'm Limp Biscuit. I'm blanking oh, yeah. on it. Well, it's got a little bit of a rap rap rock sort of vibe to it. I thought it's uh. I don't. I don't like it. I, I like <laughs> I like early YouTube quite a bit. Uh, I know 
Nick, especially Listen to that guitar, man. I'm telling you, <laughs> Nick has held a grudge against you too since uh, he had to take his phone to Chinatown to get that album off of it. <laughs> All <laughs> iPhones came. Yeah, I forgot what that album was, but it just came pre-installed. I could not yeah, get one, it removed. I tried oh, jailbreaking yeah. my phone. I couldn't get it off. <laughs> one day, everybody woke up with a U2 album on their own, <laughs> and like we were, they just gave us a thing for free. We were like. Fuck you! Yeah. <laughs> like, how very it's dare! It's wasting Red. sixteen megabytes on my phone. I mean, that's I, space you could use for songs you wanted. That's crucial. That's crucial space. I did uh, a little bit of research on uh, the music video for this song, mm. and if you if you if you can uh, check it out, uh, <laughs> it's it's cartoon, which is kind of cool. Oh, but it's dealing with. Uh, I guess Bono's two alternate identities, which he had introduced on his oh, God, Zoom TV Ugh. tour. Yeah, one of them being Mac Fisto. Uh, That's so much stuff. It's an Irish so Mephisto. much stuff. Yeah, no. it's just like the name of the song already is a lot of stuff, yeah. and I feel like the song is a lot of stuff. Oh man, and it's like I guess that I didn't realize he was doing these. Like uh, he did one like. Mirrorball Man and a character called Mephisto on stage during the this like ninety one yeah album, they were getting tour. very theatrical and this is not uh, U2's last uh, collaboration with a comic book property ooh uh, they famously scored the uh, the ill fated Spider Man <laughs> oh, Broadway no. show Turn Off the Dark the show, the show that mangled the uh, half of the working actors in New York City oh yeah <laughs> it destroyed dropping. a lot of bodies. <laughs> Reeve oh, Carney no. uh, survived though. He's doing great. He's oh, in Hades Town now. Oh, good, good. He's doing fine, guys. Don't okay. nobody okay. panic. He's okay. Okay, I guess. Uh, did you ever? Any, did I interrupt some Bono? Uh, oh no, I just I watched some clips of Macfisto. <laughs> who is yeah. who, uh, as of 2018 has uh, made another appearance. On, I guess he's like, still at large. He's still at large. Macfisto's <laughs> out there. It's like a devil face character, but the music video is not bad. Uh, <laughs> But uh, I can't I can't listen to this song without hearing uh, the Weird Al version cavity search, and I don't know if we can cue that up. Can Wait, we, uh, oh, uh, I, I don't know about this. We could uh, cue that up. Can we cue that up? Let's cue it up. Okay. Listening to the music, hearing people scream, sitting in the waiting room, reading crappy magazines with a toothache. This is it, pal. I do remember that. Now that I hear that, I remember that. That's off a bad hair day, 1990. I think you still have that uh, guitar sound you love so much. Chunky bass. Love that bass line. Adam Clayton. Nailed it. That's, there's... Oh, this is a dumb confession, but I feel like every Weird Al song, I'm like, yeah, this maybe is better than the original song. Yeah. There's de- always a moment where I'm like, maybe it's better. I definitely sing the lyrics to uh, yeah. many classic songs, the Weird Al version. Oh, yeah. 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 That's uh, like a surgeon, you know, uh, eat it. Anakin Skywalker song from yeah. American Pie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gump. Bye, bye. Gump. <laughs> my, my, this here Anakin guy. <laughs> we like to thank Weird Al for all of your uh, musical efforts. Let's Weird get Al. to track two. We've got PJ Harvey with One Time Too Many.
Also sounds like you too. I was, <laughs> Could have been. I think, uh, been. I think the Black Keys are trying to find a way to send a lawsuit back into time. <laughs> oh boy. We've talked a lot about the Black Keys. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why I'm bringing up all these vendettas. <laughs> yeah. Nick's got a lot of... Uh, Scores the subtle less of nah, Wow, look what you did there. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, so the funny thing revisiting this uh, the soundtrack is I I had completely forgotten or didn't realize that all these like kind of really cool artists yeah. are on it. Yeah. Um even I'm not crazy about this song, but uh PJ Harvey's awesome. Yeah, she's great. Um yeah, yeah. I, th- I think Joel Schumacher was really trying to pop it up, as they said. <laughs> Uh, that's an industry term. Uh, Joel, Joel, pop it Joel. up. Pop it up. Instead of punch it up. Pop it up. All right. Pop All it right. up. Okay. Well, just to make it more poppy. Oh, like. okay. No, no, that, that does seem right. I don't. Hmm. I don't think Joel Schumacher had much to do with the production of this album. I heard he did. There are only a few songs that appear in the actual movie. That's true. Uh, I don't think this is one of them. Well, this is. Uh, before we get too deep into it, this is kind of a Men in Black style uh, album in that, like. Music, no, uh, music from and inspired by. Uh, I think I saw maybe four or five tracks. Five tracks do make it. Two of them in the being movie. in the credits, though. I mean. One yeah. during credits, one post. Two songs in the credits. Yeah. What two is this? The credits. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, the actual sound of the mu- movie is like score, and then also sound effects, like yeah. the zoiks and like oh. random bullshit like that. So mm-hmm. the sound effects. So we did the the podcast episode about Batman and Robin mm-hmm. before we were recording this, mm-hmm. even though I think they're coming out in the opposite fashion. But uh, so I hadn't seen Batman forever since I was a kid. And after watching Batman and Robin, I was like, oh God, this is, this is going to be real tough. Yeah. And I was surprised. I actually enjoyed it quite a bit. It's not great, but it's so much better. It is. Yeah, this was a huge, yeah. so much it better. Yeah. I, I am Batmaned out. Uh, I don't think yeah. we can do another Batman or superhero <laughs> movie uh, anytime soon. But um, I think Val Kilmer significantly better Batman. The than tone Clint. is better. I mean, you can tell that Tim Burton, as producer, is like still makes a difference. He's got his mm-hmm. uh, his dark little fingers and all. <laughs> but uh, it's crazy haircut. It's yeah. like it's played much more straightforward, except for the villains and the sound effects that you were talking about. Yeah. There. I think that that was probably a last pass where they brought in some like deranged Foley artist and it got really bad. <laughs> oh, God. So uh, apparently it was um, the initial runtime was about two hours and forty minutes. What? what? And yeah, Joel, so much. God damn it, Joel. Jesus. And uh, like the like the first scene, it was a much much darker version of this, and the, like you know, audience testing, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it was too intense. Like the first scene is. Uh, Two Face escaping Arcane Asylum and his psychologist like sitting there having hung himself and like some weird st- and like hey it's supposed to be a kids movie right remember remember that so they chopped it down but it's still got that pretty dark tone I mean we've talked about like Val Kilmer and uh, you know there's the there's the Batman that's Bruce Wayne there's the Batman that's Batman and there's the like the Bruce Wayne behind closed doors and I think Val Kilmer plays all three pretty well like he's a tortured. He's a good action figure, and then he's like a yeah. The action's so much better than Batman and Robin. There's still the problem where he can't turn his neck, which is like yeah, the suit's still limiting. (laughs) Does he owe us an apology for this movie? He definitely apologized heavily for Batman and Robin. No, no, this is Schumacher. You know, he did fine. This is a fine. It's palatable. I suppose it was such a hit, but Mm -hmm. it's, it's fine. I think it was P.T. Anderson in some interview many years after making a Magnolia. And uh, some other movie uh, just was very apologetic. He's like, 
it's too long. <laughs> like, I'm really sorry, everybody. Sorry, sorry for the long ass movie. Yeah. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. I hope some of those apologies are coming like five years from now because I feel like every fucking movie we're sitting through is over two hours, and it just, like there's no need for that. Yeah, like, you can tighten your story. Uh, funny people that Sandler flick was like over three hours. That's yeah. too long for yeah. a comedy. That's crazy. It's a great movie, but uh, it's too long. Judd yeah. Apatow. I mean, you because the other thing you can only Speed, laugh. I think it's gonna be a long episode. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, we, we gotta, yeah, this, oh, we're man. not even close to talking about this song. Hey, uh, uh, Judd Apatow. T- tweet at me if you want to talk about Judd Apatow. You can talk about Judd Apatow all day. All day baby. He's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> right. He lets a scene breathe. Yeah. Let's get into track three. Uh, we've got Brandy with "Where Are You Now." How could you just be so cold? What a hard and heavy blow. Now I'm lying alone on the floor. Oh, are you in another place or behind another place? Where are you now? Where are you now? Mm-hmm. Are you just another case? Or did you just look into an empty space? Thank you, Brandy. This is uh, this was written and produced by another uh, track listing alum nemesis. Uh oh, <laughs> Smash Mouth. No, it's was, it was, uh, Lenny Kravitz. Oh, you can hear it when you say it. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, There's great. my Lenny. There's <laughs> but uh, this song is actually all right. It actually appears. This is one of the few songs in the movie. That's right. Okay. That's when um, Chris O'Donnell is cruising in uh, the oh, Batmobile yeah. Yeah. and then there's a lot of ladies going like you ain't Batman and he's like yeah I am I kind of <laughs> love it. that's like the best like it's <laughs> a great scene if I wasn't Batman why would I be driving this car yeah that's what I have Batman's car <laughs> wait is that the scene that it, like it starts all campy and then it turns dark really really fast because oh, a yeah. woman is being attacked yes yeah on the di- on a dime it turns to to Horrific violence by like fifteen men. It's yeah. really scary. It's like, like yeah, you okay. know how streets can be. Like yeah. what? <laughs> like what? Yeah, no, that whole scene, the neon men, uh, kind of uh, harassing a woman violently, and then it turns, and then well, Robin saves the day. Yeah, and that woman is should be shook. She should be shook. And she's not. She's immediately like, oh, I'm going to fuck this guy, not those guys. Yeah. You're like, whoa, take a second to whoa, breathe. Whoa, whoa. It's okay. Oh my Joel God. Schumacher knows how to write women. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. The song is fun. Yeah, yeah. His, uh, his uh, song's catchy. Where are you now, Brandy? Um, well, this, no, I think I'm this asking, is... asking, where are you, <laughs> where now? Brandy? Where I are think you? that this she... was... A lot of these artists Finished. are like... Uh, they're they're kind of um, on the up and up. So this is, I think, before Moesha or yeah, yeah. it's uh, like after after her first album before Moesha. That sounds about right. Yeah. It's also before she stars in the um, Rodgers and Hammerstein Cinderella made for TV movie with oh. Whitney Houston and Whoopi Goldberg and Jason Ooh. Alexander mm-hmm. and Victor Garber. <laughs> hot hot hot. Yeah. Hot, hot. Just, that's a great one. That was uh, the most recent. Up. Having a ball. Does it have a soundtrack? Oh, it's so good. It's a you can't. The soundtrack was never released. It's a big scandal. There was a big fight between Brandy and Whitney Houston. Really? Like, yeah. Uh, we just did um, the Still Got It podcast episode. Most recently was on that. <laughs> oh, and there's oh, a lot of fun facts that uh, my guest Kathleen O'Mara came with. So yeah, yeah she's great. Yeah. Um, wait, did you say Brandy vanished? She she I think 
hit someone and killed them with a car what? by accident. Vehicular manslaughter. Vi- yeah, and oh. like retired retired from public life for a minute, and now wow. is back kind of doing things. Wow, okay. that is yeah. low key here, Sam. Like eighty five percent sure that's the truth. So okay. don't don't take me at my <laughs> you know. Well, I'm not her spokesperson. It well, might have been Moesha. We never oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. two. Her, all, yeah, her alternate uh, identities, Moesha. The evil one. <laughs> Guys, I just got a little excited peeking ahead to track four. Uh, this is Seal with Kiss from a Rose. But did you know that when it snows, my eyes become alive and the light that you shine can't be seen? I think that song did pretty well. Yeah, oh that's God. heard it's of it. By yeah. far my favorite Baroque R&B song. <laughs> um, so it, it had been released before on uh, Seal's album and had charted like moderately well. And then when it was on this soundtrack, that's when it like exploded. Yeah, but it was cut from the movie. Uh, Joel Schumacher like really really wanted it in the movie. Mm-hmm. I'm sure some really weird love scene. I don't know where you'd put it. Well, there's there's a lot of imagery with the rose that yeah. like, drops, and that's like what reminds him of his parents dying. Well, because yeah. Nicole Kidman is like slinking around the whole movie, and that would have made a lot more sense. She's yeah. slinking. It would have made sense if Nicole Kidman turned yeah. out to be a villain at the end. Yeah. She's so creepy. Right? She's so thirsty for Batman. And then also like wishy washy. Also, you're a professor like you yeah, you're a doctor you're a doctor gorgeous like i don't and know stop trying to fuck arc is being like she's in love with batman but then she learns that actually she just wants a nice guy like the the billionaire playboy yeah <laughs> Bruce it's like, what? something yeah. attainable yeah, just be more uh, realistic I, I i will say the the scene when uh i guess she has somehow gotten access to the bat signal Oh, yeah. And then, like, calls Batman, and then she's dressed, like, scantily, and then she's like, hey, um, false alarm, but uh, this alarm's real. It's like, what are you doing? She's like, this is for crimes. You just called 911. And the commissioner comes up, and he's in his pajamas, and he's like, oh, I just, what happened? And and he's like, it's okay. Everything's okay. Oh, my God, who died? Like, no, nobody died. Somebody, oh, God. Nobody die. Oh god, the, oh. the city is oh. under attack. Oh. It's like double nine one one. You know what I mean? Double nine one one. And also, apparently, a lot of people have access to that bat signal. It was, no, it's it's just, just out. It's just like, out. Just like how kids climb a water tower in old movies. Yeah. They just climb up to the bat Everyone signal. Can use it. Yeah, but uh, she, was she dating? Yeah, she was dating Seal at the time, and that's why it's on this. Right? Wasn't Nicole Kidman with Seal? Oh, I don't know. Oh, am I am I, I crazy? Are you thinking Klum? of Heidi Klum? Heidi Klum. Heidi Klum. Yeah. Sorry, those easily those blonde women so with accents. Yeah. Yeah. Glad um, you did that and not one of us sorry. straight white males. <laughs> yep. No, that's that's on me. <laughs> There's a great video on YouTube. It's like an old viral clip of a uh, a guy that's really drunk, almost passed out on his floor, and he's his cat is trying to run away from him. And he's grabbing the cat and singing this song <laughs> very beautifully. <laughs> he's really drunk, but he's hitting all the right notes. 
one of my favorites. Yeah, the the music video to this is pretty great. It's Seal kind of running around rooftops and stuff, singing at the moon. And then there's well, like, that's the yeah, the second that's the second music video. I think that they did it twice. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, no. okay. That's but, something uh, I'm familiar with. I think that. It seems like this song is kind of the never going to give you up from the 90s. Like, mm. this is the one ballad that has stuck around in the popular culture, and people kind of unabashedly love it, even though it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. It's definitely one of those songs where you, like, you think you know it, because you just know the part that, like, the little clip we just listened to. Yeah. But it takes a minute to get going. <laughs> oh, yeah, it, yeah. There's a big story. There's a lot there's going a lot. on. It's yeah. Layered. Like, the Titanic theme that kind of starts, like, yeah. <laughs> It's like some yeah. Some you don't know it as well as like you think you do. Thing, yeah. The, the pan pipes. Pretty weird. <laughs> yeah, no, Someone that works in the music industry was telling me that, uh, like, when Seal makes albums, he's you know he'll come in and sing, but as far as like the album getting made, it's just done by like two other people. So who knows how much he? Maybe he just showed back up and they were like, they put in this flute part. <laughs> he's like, all right, okay. Yeah. I, mean, he's, I trust he's, you. He's British, so. I guess he's... Uh, what is it? What? what? <laughs> no, because it's like this... It's a Baroque, like, uh, you know, that's like the weird chamber music, the British chamber music yeah, style. Kiss oh. from a rose. It, has, yeah. um, it practically has harpsichord on the beginning. Yeah, this this could be played by a traveling bard and then it's like transferred to Seal. It could be like an Enya track. Enya could have done this song. Have you guys Very seen true. that Seal Very meme true. where it's just like Seal's like yeah. face like on an actual Seal <laughs> and it just says Seal? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Check that out. <laughs> Check that out right now. Look you that can't, up. You can't possibly imagine it on your own. You guys. Yeah, you really <laughs> have to it see it. Let's take a listen to track five. This is Massive Attack and Tracy Thorne with The Hunter Gets Captured by the Game. <laughs> I had made such a tender trap Hoping you might fall into it My love hit me with a sudden slap one kiss and then I knew it My plans didn't work out like I thought Cause I had laid my trap for you But it seems that I got caught We talk about trip hop a lot on this podcast and uh I kind of, I always provide a scale. Chris, tell everybody at home what a trip hop is. Yeah, trip hop is, oh God. Just for people people who don't maybe know, because I, you know, there's people out there. Um, I mean, I guess it's a portmanteau of trippy hip hop. Uh, It was very British, very 90s. I don't know if that explains it. Kind of was everywhere and then completely vanished. Yeah. Uh, I think at the very top is Portishead, I think is the Mm -hmm. best example. Mm -hmm. And I would put Massive Attack probably number two. Yeah. Yeah, Massive Attack is really good. Yeah, uh, you might know them from the house theme, <laughs> the yeah. album Mezzanine. That was a big yeah, yeah. one for me. Really great. Um, this is the vocals. It was the lead singer from Everything But the Girl doing guest vocals. Yeah, I like that this. track. It's cool. It's a, it's a cover. Yeah, cover of the Marvelettes. Yeah, it's um, a Smokey Robinson song. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Grace mm-hmm. Jones did a version. It's kind of interesting, but mm. I like the Marvelettes version. But this is like a. I like this. Yeah, it's not bad. That's a song for hooking up. Are we not? That's that's what that that's song is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Let's we'll just call call that out. That's trippy baby making music. I, I don't yeah. think this, this one made it into the film. No, no but Nicole not. Kidman was listening to it on repeat when she was hatching up her weird plans. <laughs> no, it does feel it feels like a sexy villain song. Like when they're walking down a 
you know, foggy alleyway or something, yeah, yeah, stalking yeah, totally. somebody. It's so cinematic. Like, it's it's a fucking shame that this isn't in the movie. This mm-hmm. is, I mean. It's got strings in it. Y- you could have <laughs> told me it was. You could have just yeah. be like, well, this is when Nicole Kidman is walking in slow motion uh, away from the camera. And mm-hmm. you're like, oh, okay, yeah, 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 for sure. It's like, <laughs> I believe that. This, yeah. is, this is when... Uh, Jim Carrey is like running down the street. Jim Carrey's Jim performance. Jim Carrey. I mean, he's Jim Carrey. He's just Jim Carrey. <laughs> he's just Jim Carrey. You know? How many different like uh, haircuts does he have in oh. this film? Oh wow. Yeah. He, well, okay. So at least he kind of looks like Poison Ivy. The the crazy yeah. long hair, and then he shaves it into like uh, yeah, like, like, like a, a mohawk. He has like kind of a, like a Bowie like a faux hawk thing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then and then he has the orange hair that's like normal length later. Yeah, kind of unexplained. And then he has his normal hair normal when he's like Jim Carrey hair when he's like the billionaire, the, yeah, enigma. billionaire enigma. Yeah. So, but that didn't make any sense to me because I'm like, wait. And then he has long hair again at the end when he's in Arkham. Yeah, like, are you? Is this all a wig that yeah. you're tucking back and putting the mohawk over? Was the short one a wig? Yeah, yeah. That's what it seems like, but. But this is I think there wasn't a script supervisor for it, that's for sure. Oh, no one was on continuity. They're like, yep, sounds good. Looks great. They're like, Jim's doing whatever he wants, and honestly, it doesn't matter. That's, that's yeah. kind of what I think it's yeah. like. I think they let Jim Carrey kind of go free reign. And I, thank God. Yeah. I mean, this is peak Carrey. Peak Jim. I think He's coming hot off of, uh, you know, maybe, maybe the short hair was, liar, like, liar. Uh, liar. was like a test footage. Like, we're going to get, like, Jim, like... We got uh, Tommy Lee Jones in the makeup. We got Jim Carrey, and we're going to have him do a scene. Yeah. It looks so good. And then, <laughs> but he never has that hair again. Yeah. <laughs> that's very strange. Uh, I, I will say, and I think, I think y'all talked about it on your, I don't know. Your, uh, your podcast, uh, Celie, but uh, the friendship between Two Face and the Riddler. Oh, yeah. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's vaguely romantic. It is. Yeah. In a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, um, it's not not a relationship. It may, like, they're like giddy schoolboys all the time. Like, yeah. we're going to get the back. Like, so much together. And I was yeah. like, these are the happiest uh, characters in the film. Uh, and I'm like, I want to see a whole Tommy movie. Lee Jones just, is so bad in this, Yeah, he's, he's pretty no, bad. I mean, I don't like, think Tommy Lee was thrilled about it. I think Jim Carrey was just like, we're going to do crimes. And, like, yeah. making, it, <laughs> making it seem fun. Yeah. But as compared to, like, Batman and Robin, the villain's motives in this actually make sense. Yeah. In yeah. that mm-hmm. uh, Two-Face is a crazy person who blames Batman, so he's going to kill Batman. Batman, who apparently was just sitting in court, yeah. dresses Batman. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand that. But then, and then Jim Carrey is, like, it's essentially every Iron Man villain is a person that uh, Tony Stark, like, uh, like, spurns and then... Goes yeah. and like is going to prove him wrong and gets it's like evil. when you don't when you don't get your grant money yeah that turns you <laughs> yeah which is where we get most of our villains it's like Wozniak's do uh, <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to take out Steve Jobs but man oh god I mean I can't wait for Bezos to uh, create an army of people that hate him um, he already has like a robotic like mech suit. You seen that? That's terrifying. He's got super villain written all over him. Someone's gonna hack that and make it turn on him, right? Yeah, yeah. That's and then that's when the movie starts. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, let's get into track six. This is by the mysterious Eddie Reader with "Nobody Lives Without Love." Thank you. 
true enigma. True enigma. She's a Scottish singer that's known for uh, working. I guess she's got a solo career and has worked with Fairground Attraction, which is a British folk band. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You guys, Fairground Attractions? Maybe Fairground like Attraction fans. Maybe Bono brought her in. Yeah, that could be. That's well, true. We can't talk about Bono anymore. Okay. <laughs> It is kind of Inya, like, Scottish, ethereal, sort of. Yeah, there's a weird uh, UK vibe to this whole soundtrack. It's true. Kind of interesting. No! Whoa! 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 What's happening? We have breaking news. Oh, shit. Smash Mouth's All-Star gets an EDM remix for its 20th anniversary. What? Oh, boy. (laughs) All that glitters is gold. Oh, we talk about Smash Mouth a lot on the podcast. That's this is, uh, a lot of 90s soundtracks. Fine with me. That's good. <laughs> this EDM remix is by the duo Breathe Carolina in celebration of uh, All-Star's 20th anniversary. Are you uh, going to give us a taste? Or? We could get a little taste, but uh, some more facts. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, uh, song came out in 1999, obviously, and uh, got a tropical house makeover with springy percussion, a little bump in the tempo. <laughs> And the uh, recognizable whistling. Let's take a little listen. Somebody wants to tell me the world is going to go me. There it is. Yeah. Tool in the shed. We've talked about Smash Mouth on uh, every episode so far, somehow. <laughs> this is really Sucks. taking me back. <laughs> is it, it going to drop? forehead. Well, the years start coming and they don't No, not really. Not yet. All right. Better luck next time, Smash Mouth. <laughs> it just makes me realize how ubiquitous that EDM sound is now. Yeah. Where you can just imagine, like, oh, if somebody did it, it would sound like, it's like, yeah, that's what it would sound like. And it's going to sound so dated in like 10 years. I couldn't but, stop whistling this earlier when I, when I heard it. And like yeah. someone looked at me on the train and was like... <laughs> Like super eye rolling. Like, well, no, and now yeah, you yeah, put it yeah. in their head, so yeah. they hate you. <laughs> uh, thanks, Smash Mouth, for all your uh, hard, hard, hard work. Well, did they do anything on that, or did they just no, like, no, give no, them no, the no, permission no. to? What's the name of the band that remixed it? Uh, Breathe Carolina. Okay, well, thank you, Breathe Carolina. Mm. For hard, hard work. I, how does that not already exist? I'm sure someone's already like girl, someone's mixed girl that. talked it up. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? If you haven't heard the uh, one note version of uh, All Star that <laughs> someone made on SoundCloud, uh, it's just uh, all the note C <laughs> the whole time. Uh, definitely check that out. The years stop coming and they don't stop coming. Horrifying. Let's dive back into the soundtrack here. We've got track seven. This is Mazzy Star with Tell Me Now. Tell me now that there are three days in a week Tell me now to make it so Make it so I can't speak Make it so I can't speak Yeah, Mazzy Star it's kind of a trademark 90s breathy alt country uh they had that song would it fade into you or yeah fade into that's you a great big, one that's the one that kind of great, great song you can yeah. really hear her influence on like lana del rey and like cigarettes after sex and uh 
A lot of bands come to mind when always hearing her music from the nineties. I think Mazzy Star is a band. I think uh, I don't know what the lead singer's name is. Like, oh, a, like okay. a Jethro Tull of yeah. Yeah, female sounding. No, folk. Jethro Tull's an actual guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which one of you is pink? <laughs> yeah, it, it is a band. It uh, is okay, a band. Okay. it's not. But I mean, that's yeah. It's Hope Sandoval is the uh, the singer. Okay. That song doesn't sound like it should be in the soundtrack. Am I yeah. am I crazy? Yeah, like, it's is kind it... of an outlier. Okay. It sounds like it could be in the like ten things I hate about you soundtrack. Yeah, hundred percent. No, that was the scene when um I guess Batman is driving. Just Wait, it's out in of the town. movie. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's driving in the Batmobile just out of town. And he gets a flat tire <laughs> and then he stops at like a like a weird diner. diner? He's like, I'm not yeah. a bat, not yet a woman, yeah. and I can't. Oh, like <laughs> dust all over the Batmobile. And oh, that's weird because they must have played Love it again scene. because when Robin's hitchhiking out of town. <laughs> When he's decided to hit the road, I thought they were playing it. Maybe they played it a couple times. Yeah, and Batman pulls up yeah. and he's like, "Need a ride." Yeah. Also, the, <laughs> when did this turn into like a Tarantino flick? What are we doing? What's <laughs> happening? Right. Right. You know, it was when Nicole Kidman turned on the the bad signal and nobody came. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she just had a cigarette. She's bummed she's out. Just sitting yeah. alone yeah. under the bad signal with like the a bottle sun, of wine. The sun rises. Nobody can even see the bad Neon signal. Neon sign flickering. <laughs> yeah. I guess that's track eight up next. <laughs> this is the offspring with Smash It Up. Those are some of the guitar tones I would have been really impressed by in my uh, like early teens, <laughs> yeah. for sure. Yeah, I would have been really into that, yeah. like alongside Sum Forty One in my in my youth. <laughs> I used to love Offspring. Yeah. I've listened yeah. to them a bunch yeah, yeah. when I was a kid. I, uh, yeah, I had the album before this uh, with like Self Esteem, and mm-hmm. I had uh, that one in Americana. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Was that one called Smash? I think it was. Yeah, I think the album was called Smash. So this is a cover of a Damned song. The Damned, yeah. Um, like pretty faithful cover, and this song is actually in the movie. Yeah, this one made it. What? This one yeah. made the cut. When in the movie is this? this? The this beginning <laughs> of Chris O'Donnell's um, Joyride. Joyride. The, the two of the songs in the movie are right back to back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> he, he's, he's listening. On the yeah, he's or... listening to the radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah we, we, I put the um, the original damned uh, version of the song uh, down there if we want to hear a cut off of that. But it's a pretty pretty faithful cover, just with a little. Less heavy, offspringy vibes. <laughs> it's got a taste of the original. It's a great. Uh, that, the Damned are awesome. I mean, they're yeah. pretty influential punk, British rock. British, about ten years earlier. Oh, nice. Ten fifteen. A little like '60s organ peeking yeah, in there. Yeah, exactly yeah. the same, beep, except beep, for it has the beep, beep, beep. has the the baseball stadium organ in the background. Yeah. <laughs> Grandma on the organ. I just I wanted to put that in there because I like the damned and <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I like the offspring too. You know, I mean they were you can you can like both. I think I like <laughs> them. Yeah. I like uh, when I uh, when I remembered this album before I like revisited it, it was uh, "Kiss from a Rose," "Kiss Me," "Thrill Me," and then this song. Those were the only ones that I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Hold me, sense. thrill me. Kiss, Kiss me, me, kill me. me. 
Yep, Bono. That's the title. We said we weren't going to talk about Bono anymore. Ah, Bono damn it. it! Fuck. Oh, no cursing. No cursing. <laughs> no, no cursing. Oh, am I not supposed to be cursing? Oh uh, no, we. Can curse. <laughs> oh, it's fine. It's fine. My, a lot of my family listens to this. So <laughs> they're just going to have to deal Shout with it. Shout out to uh, okay. Darden's family. Hey, hey Darden! Thank you guys for and listening. And I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Let's listen to track nine. This is Nick Cave with There Is a Light. It's just Nick Cave, no, uh, no bad seeds. It's uh, it's insane to me that a Nick Cave song is on the soundtrack. Yeah, and as a kid, I had no idea. It sounds very Jim Morrison-y. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. that's Nick Cave. Nick Cave's always been kind of like uh, Acid Elvis, like uh, Nick Cave of the the birthday party was his original punk act out of Australia. Yeah, Bad Seeds later on Grinderman, Grinderman. Grinder. I think it's Grinderman. Grinderman. Could be Grinder. Grinderman. Uh, yeah, it seems uh, very bizarre that a Nick Cave song is on the yeah, BJ yeah, Harvey, the this... Batman Forever. Uh, I, I'm impressed. It's shaping up. I'm impressed. It's a good album. I'm impressed by how weird the choices of songs that aren't even in the movie. But it's it's also just a symptom of how weird the '90s. This is middle of the '90s. We don't know what we want from Batman right now, you know. <laughs> what do we want? Do we we want? don't know what don't we know. want. We don't know what's coming. Right. We got nothing. Joel Schumacher said nobody wanted to be a part of this movie. He was like, everyone was like, ah, Batman's done, whatever. Over. And then it made a ton of money, and then everyone wanted to be part of Batman and Robin. Which yeah. That goes Every, to Everyone, show. as in uh, Val Kilmer, who bailed on the project immediately. <laughs> yeah, Val Kilmer, who decided to do The Saint uh, instead of reprise his role. Which is a much better movie. Uh, they could the only Saint? get a Billy Corgan to uh, do Batman that and Robin. Oh, well, yeah, but yeah. The Saint itself. We, we, we'll talk about that on, when we do yeah. the soundtrack, but man, that movie. Oh, man. All right. The soundtrack shaping up. up. Yeah. Shaping up. Got his own soundtrack. I think we might have a little game coming up after, after the break. The break. A little game? Yeah. Uh, we're going to play a game. Also, at the end of the episode, we are going to recommend our favorite hero songs in honor of Batman Forever. So Can't wait. Yeah. Gonna be Look great. Look forward to that. All right. Stick with us for a game. Hey everybody, thank you for listening to the Tracklisting Podcast. We want to hear from you. So if you've got a soundtrack recommendation, a suggestion, a review, uh, did I mispronounce something, or uh, if you just want to hurl insults at us, or you just want to say, hey, uh, please reach out to us. You can find us on Instagram at Tracklisting Podcast, Twitter at Tracklisting Pod, or email us tracklistingpodcast at gmail.com. If you enjoy listening to the podcast, uh, why don't you tell a friend that you think might enjoy it as well? Uh, or maybe tell two. Yeah. And they tell two friends. And, and they, they tell, tell two friends. friends. And they <laughs> tell two friends. <laughs> That's how you start a movement. Yeah. And also, uh, if you like the recommendations we've got, uh, you can check out our official track listing playlist on Spotify. Oh, yeah. Tell tell people about the, the playlist on Spotify. And then they'll tell two friends. And, and they'll, they'll tell two friends. friends. <laughs> and they'll tell two friends. We love y'all. Thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. 
Welcome back to Track Listing. Yeah. We are back with a game of Tinseltown Tunes. Tinseltown Tunes. Yeah, you missed that one, Dredd. What? The game, the game of actors singing songs in uh, movies. Oh boy, that pretty much says it all. Yeah, that's that's pretty pretty much about it. I'm gonna play. Uh, this is a three round game. I'm gonna play some clips for you guys, and you just tell me the actor and the movie. Oh, both. And you'll get twenty two hundred points for uh, each. <laughs> Thing you this, so the standard amount of points, then? Yes. Yeah, standard. standard, standard yeah. Regular game. Alrighty, let's jump right into round one. So here we go. We'll see. If you know it immediately, give us give us a chance. You know, you guys might people. get these pretty quick. It's a, right, maybe not. it's a collaborative game, too, so we can all work together. Okay. Alright, here we go. Round one. Everyone I know has got a reason to say You can put the past away I thought I know it, but now I don't anymore. <laughs> Alright, Chris seems yeah. like he might know. I'm pretty smug. I'm yeah, pretty smug what is over it? Here. I'm Silly, Kayla. Uh, this seems okay. like a movie that I have not seen. Do you, th- do you <laughs> it, think I've seen this movie, no, Chris? I do not think you have. Okay, okay. It's I think either, either you've seen this or you have. It's a very is this big a Third Eye Blind song. It is that a Third is. Eye Blind song. Okay. No, I know the song. Yeah. yeah. Is this like a rom com? And is he standing on a roof? He is standing on a. Oh goddamn it! Not exactly. Well, well it's not a rom com like, really, but it's so like, I'm talking about where they stand. Is it like uh, what was that Project X or whatever? It's not that one. Right, this was a movie from 2008. Can I can I give a big hint? No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> can you give a small hint? A small uh, am, hint. Am I going to know the actual actor singing this? Oh, you yeah. absolutely would. Okay, 2008. Is this actor My hint was going to be about this actor? <laughs> Is this actor British in real life? No. Negative. Does this actor play a superhero? Uh? Uh? What, what, I'm looking at Nick. It's your game. Um, let's see, what other clues we got? Yeah. <laughs> what? Moving along, moving along. Uh, Superhero? One, no. One one actor in this movie... Is it Ryan Reynolds? Uh, no, no, not Ryan Reynolds. Uh, one actor in the movie um, had a movie at the Oscars uh, very recently that won for uh, Best Original Song in a movie. Let's get that clue one more time. <laughs> You're throwing him off the trail, Nick. No has got a reason to say you can put the past away wish you would step back from that ledge my friend I could cut down all the lies you've been living in and if you never want to see me again I would understand were you talking about Bradley Cooper? yes that's correct that's Bradley Cooper but that's not Bradley Cooper the okay, person singing Brad, is not Bradley Cooper. So just a hint of someone that was in the movie. Bradley Cooper's in the film. Yes. Yeah. Okay, well, Wedding Crashers was 2005, so that doesn't help. Um, All about Steve? Uh, no. No. <laughs> okay. The why, actor, why did you have to think about no, that? I'm why, yeah, I was like, I, <laughs> well, I'm trying to think of... The actor is in the movie we're talking about. What? And one actor, there's Batman another actor forever. singing in that song that uh, has been in quite a few uh, movies by P.T. Anderson. Oh, so, John, gotta, John C. Riley. 
No. no. <laughs> we just got to do it. We gotta yeah, do just it. do it. What do you got, yeah, you got Chris? Is Jim Carrey Yes Man? That is right. It's Jim oh. Carrey and Yes Man. It does not sound like Jim Carrey, I have not but seen I remember the scene. Wait, Bradley Cooper's in that movie? Yeah, he's the okay. uh, like roommate or best buddy uh, or something yeah. like that. I don't, I don't know. Or, that. Is Yes Man notoriously when Jim Carrey dates Zoe Deschanel? Is yeah. that? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my only thing <laughs> I remember right. about that movie. Chris, at all. you got 2,200 <laughs> points under your belt. There you go. That's a big lead. That's the manic pixie dream girl, Zoe Deschanel. 30 years younger than he is. It's pretty wild. All right, moving on to round two. Here is your clue. Tonight Tonight I'm in a romantic romantic mood. Let's take a shower. Shower together. together. I'll I'll wash wash your body if you wash mine, yeah. Rub me down with some hot oils, baby. Is someone about to get murdered? (laughs) (laughs) Kind of sounds like Will Ferrell or Danny McBride. I was going to guess Will Ferrell, but I I don't... Somebody clinking. I don't think that's you Will can, Ferrell's you, voice. You can hear. I recognize the voice. Yeah, the clinking of scotch yeah. lends <laughs> me to believe. I I never saw Anchorman dose. Uh, it's I think not it that. Might, oh, it's not. Okay. Uh, so do okay. we have Do we have a year on this? Uh, no, no year. No year. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows what year it was? Uh, <laughs> the actor, the actor singing the song in this scene has been featured in some sketches uh, with Tim and Eric. Okay. And that clue just seems like it did nothing. And John C. Riley, <laughs> another actor in this movie, um, is I'm a thinking, big, yeah. big fan of uh, basketball in real life. Another what? actor in this movie, Adam Sandler. <laughs> no, no, but George are, Clooney. These are definitely these are people I know play basketball. You might you might catch him <laughs> at a uh, Lakers wait, game. You're telling me that somebody in this movie is a fan of basketball? <laughs> That's crazy. Notoriously famous. Well, like Spike Lee, Tommy, uh, Jack Nicholson. Jack you might Nicholson. you might always see him courtside. Oh, uh, Drake. He's <laughs> a Raptors fan. Uh, Jay-Z. <laughs> uh, this movie is a uh, James L. Brooks flick. Okay, let's get, let's hear that clue one more time, and then. Tonight, Tonight I'm in a romantic, a romantic mood. Yeah. Let's take let's a take a shower. Shower together. I'll wash your body if you wash mine, yeah. Rub me down with some hot oils, baby. It's wild enough that I feel like it's Nick Cage, but it's not. Right? Uh, okay, Tim yeah, and Eric collab. It's got to be John C. Riley, right? Um, no? Okay. Jeff, Jeff Goldblum? No. Ed Begley Jr.? Key no. or Peel? <laughs> no, no. Zach Galifianakis? No, no, no. Okay. None of that like clip actually spot, spurs it. Like, I have not seen that movie, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. James L. Brooks, you might know from directing As Good As It Gets and yeah. Spanglish. Jack Nicholson? Jack Nicholson is in this movie. Wait, I said Jack Nicholson fan. when you were talking about the... Just say, All right, just tell say, us. Just, say just tell it. us dead air. <laughs> this is Paul Rudd. Oh. In How Do You Know, singing Turn Off the Lights by Teddy Pendergrass. 
I don't know. How do you know? That? For a million dollars, I couldn't have gotten there for you. <laughs> that, that's uh, Owen Wilson, Reese Witherspoon, Paul Rudd, and Jack Nicholson. I can tell you no one saw that movie. What was that? <laughs> I can tell you it didn't make any money. I think it was like 2010. Did yeah. Hollywood bury that one? Yeah. <laughs> Just drunk Paul Rudd. <laughs> oh, man, I haven't seen any of these movies. Oh, All right. Man. Yes Man is a big film. Yeah, how, yeah, yeah. How do you know? How do they know? Nobody's seen how that, that one. How do you know? How do you know? How do, how you, do you know? know? So, Chris, you're standing tall, 2,200 All points. Right. Looking yeah. good. I feel pretty smug. All, All right. right. The final round. Pitch perfect. Round three. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Ah. All right. Here's your clue for round three. Three me right. <laughs> She worked hard for the money. Got it. E- 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 so hard for Back the money. Yeah, yeah. I worked hard for the money. Thought you better three me right. This is oh, a, that's right. I know. This is a great movie. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Great movie. Great part. Silly. No, I haven't seen this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 bet, yeah, I bet. you've I bet seen you this have. movie. Yeah. This movie takes place in a state that has uh, a tough time making up their minds when it comes to voting. <laughs> Wait, no, it's like a low key, like someone's doing a low key offensive accent, right? So yeah, I, that it, narrows down the pool is, of yeah, actors. He's is. known for doing low key offensive <laughs> yeah, accents. Is it Hank Azaria? Yeah. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Is it, um, is Julia Roberts in this movie? No. Damn it, it's not America's Sweethearts. Okay, I take it back. <laughs> uh, it's earlier, earlier than America's Sweethearts. Oh, the man. soundtrack features a number of songs written by uh, Stephen Sondheim. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and also, you've got uh, Christine Baranski in this movie. Yeah. Is it no. something about Mary? No. no. Let's get that clue one more time. This yeah. is a great clue. Three me right. She worked hard for the money. So hard for the money. I worked hard for the money, thought you better three me right. Ah, uh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what do you guys got? Yeah, what is uh, the bird, bird cage. cage? Yeah, Hank Azaria, Robin Williams, Nathan Lane. That's Hank Azaria playing <laughs> uh, Agador Spartacus and uh, singing "She Works Hard for the Money" by uh, Donna Summer. That, uh, well, shame on Seely. She's I, mouthing. I've never seen the bird cage. I rewatched it recently. I uh, get so much flack for that, and I've never oh, seen it. And so I'm good. sorry. It's really, really good. It's Steph good. had never seen it, and I was like, "You got to watch it." And as soon as I put it on, I was like, "Oh wait, this is probably not going to hold up because it's about like a gay couple." It was made in the nineties, and it holds up. It's so good. It's, it's so sweet, and yeah, it's, that's a soundtrack I'd like to do. Hank oh, is the most offensive part of the whole movie. Yeah, that's but, unsurprising. But he's, but he's also very funny. He's oh, doing his yeah. best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you guys for playing. Yeah. Another round of tunes. Chris. No singing from Just dancing and staring at his notes. What's happening, Chris? Stick with us. Tensel tap. All right, let's dive back into the soundtrack here. My bad. I didn't harmonize. <laughs> Excellent clues on that game. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, up next we've got track ten. This is Method Man with the Riddler. I got your mind twisted. Unrealistic wavelength draining all your brain strength inflicted crosswords puzzling your doubt questioning your own mental health yeah it's like a maze within itself yeah check the grimy slimy slimy criminal menial individuality searching for the dark night working in the shadows of the city hero with jiggy my crime committee robbing every coffin piggy bang blind take a journey through the mind of a red 
This is uh, probably the only person on the soundtrack who has watched the movie because mm-hmm. he's literally just explaining everything. Yeah. <laughs> I love a villain rap. A villain it's, rap is oh, great. Yeah. Something only rappers can really pull off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's we, just really trying to make sense of the plot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Ghostbusters 2 is pretty notorious yeah. for just explaining <laughs> what's happening in the movie. It's yeah. like. So they're on like they're on hard times and they're like doing birthday parties. Ooh, and then the city. It sounds it sounds just like bragging that somebody's seen the script ahead of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but this is like funny because this is Method Man. I think uh, only the first Wu Tang album to come out and mm-hmm. Method Man solo record, maybe. Yeah. Um, but this is produced by RZA. Yeah. This is like. It could have, you know, so many artists, like, there's one rapper, if they had picked one rapper from, what is this, 1994? 95. 95. Uh, I would say 90% odds that person would not, would not, like, people are like, who is this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but they, they picked fucking Method Man. What was it, Reality Bites? They picked something. Like the oh, old, yeah. oh, they guessed wrong in Reality <laughs> yeah, Bites. They yeah, yeah, yeah. They made it some, was some uh, like Arrested Development knockoff. Yeah, or, and it was never to be heard from again. Yeah. yeah. But Method Man, I mean, Method Man's definitely That's, the test who, of time. Whoever was like, uh, <laughs> I don't believe it was Joel Schumacher, but whoever <laughs> was arranging this album, yeah. they had an eye for talent. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think, I mean, it could have been Joel. Could have been Joel. It's not Joel, Joel Schumacher. It's Joel. I it's gotta be Joel. Die on this it could hill. be Joel. Give <laughs> Joel a chance. Joel's got an endless chance. If only Button would just give Joel Schumacher a chance. Can he catch a break in this town? Guy. He's apologized. He's a- <laughs> <laughs> he said he's sawies. Oh my god. Yeah. I, you know, um, I guess. If, for the listeners at home that don't know, uh, Method Man's part of Wu-Tang, and Wu-Tang Clan, their initial plan, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, was to release the one album all together, and then everyone would get their solo album, and then as Caleb said earlier, Method Man was the first solo after Wu-Tang Clan's. Yeah, I think that's right. I mean, um, I think Masticilla was in prison for this, this stretch. Yeah. And then I can't remember. You God was like driving a cab in a couple of years. Yeah. But there was yeah the ODB I think ODB and uh, Raekwon, and then they did another I don't know. And Method Man and Red Man just were the best buddies. <laughs> they came out with a <laughs> couple of shows together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What are we gonna Caleb's uh, pouring his beer on the ground. <laughs> Up next, we've got Michael Hutchins with Iggy Pop's The Passenger. I am a passenger I stay under glass I look through my window so bright See the stars come out tonight I see the bright and hot love sky Over the city's ripped backside And everything looks good tonight Oh, man, maybe they should have focus grouped the yeah. song before well, putting. Okay, making music stinky, is hard, stinky. and is. you never know what's gonna happen. Yeah, what, what, what were you saying about them having stinky, an eye for talent stinky. on this one? Well, no, <laughs> Michael yeah. Michael Hutchins, he's, he's lead singer of NXS, yeah, co-founder of NXS, um, yeah. tragically died jerking it. Uh, what? <laughs> yeah, auto. Yeah. Yeah. He said that like everyone was gonna know. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. he was kind yeah. of the. Uh, 
I think it, he it's was the first person yeah. to die that way that people knew. Right. That usually it was just like, oh, yeah, he hung himself. It was shocking. He seemed right. so happy. I'm like, well, no, there's more to the, <laughs> yeah. There's more to the story, actually. Oh, jeez. I'm, I'm shocked that he would kill himself because he loved jerking off so much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but <laughs> anyway, so this is the, the Iggy Pop song, The Passenger, is a great yeah. song mm-hmm. off of Lust for Life. So this is a weird Michael cover. Hutchins is awesome. I love NXS. And this is one of the worst covers we've had. This is it's swampy. Yeah, it's it's drain the like, swamp. I feel like you could play it again, and it would be the first time I heard it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, it's like that. Ah, this yeah. has Joel Schumacher's no. fingerprints yeah. all over it. You think so? Give Joel a chance, man. Give Joel Obviously, a shot. he had a lot of creative input on this soundtrack. Oh my gosh! This. I think he sent him like, what happened, Joel? Storyboards and like uh, you know like artists' renderings of like what Batman was going to be, and he was like. Oh, I got just the thing. All right. I'm going to do like a creepy Iggy Pop thing. They're like, perfect. Joel was probably in the studio like, no, like, like you got to make like more bass. And it's like, oh, by the way, Michael, have you heard this thing where you can choke yourself while you jerk off? No. Everybody's doing it. Anyways, back to the song. Yeah. Joel Schumacher is just like drawing bat ears on Bono. It's going to be great for the soundtrack. Oh, Bono was supposed to be in this movie. Oh no! Was he yeah, uh, I think it, it might have been the Macfisto character was supposed to appear in like a, and they couldn't shoehorn him in. And maybe it was the uh, the scene with the seal song, and it all got cut out. Oh my goodness! Wow, what a what a missed opportunity for all of us. Oh, man. I I'm um, convinced that Tim Burton was just chopping away at this thing as it's being filmed, just hacking off the fat. Yeah, I mean, uh, hopefully, I mean, if he did, he did a good job. Yeah. Uh, there are some interesting cameos in this movie, though. Um, George Wallace, comedian George Wallace, is the mayor, and you think he's gonna play like a bigger part. Nope. But like he stands up at the circus and he's like, "Hey!" <laughs> like, he's like, "Mayor, sit down." He's like, "Okay." And then like, he never, like, never see him again. Never see him again. You never see the mayor, who's like usually. <laughs> usually they have to have one meeting with the mayor. Yeah, the mayor is yeah. a peripheral character. No. And then uh, Bob Zamuda, who was uh, Andy Kaufman's right-hand man and, like, uh, co-writer, also, you know, was, like, Tony Clifton. and That's a more Deep Tracks cameo for, <laughs> for, for sure. sure. For the <laughs> comedy fans. For the, uh, the casual viewer. Yeah. Might not know Bob Zamuda. But, so like, he was, even Bob was like, oh, I got a part. Like, he was... <laughs> oh, yeah, no, he's, he, he's the, in the electronic store. He's not anything. Sure. Um, oh, but he's in there. And good, good eye, Chris. Bob Zamuda's a crazy person now who's like, oh, Andy Kaufman's alive. Oh, he's geez. alive. Oh, like, he's a Kaufman truther. Yeah. Oh, that's oh, kind of like, I, I talked to him yesterday on the phone. Like, 100% alive. <laughs> Great oh, impression, though. God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then um, also, uh, we talked about, well, you'll hear it on the Batman and Robin uh, uh, discussion, but um, there's a guy who makes... An appearance in that movie that's also in this one is a different character. He's an executive that's basically talking. He's the one that, I guess, Enigma, Jim Carrey, uh, when he's telling him that Ed Begley Jr. Uh, has died, he's the one that's like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, he committed suicide. Interesting. And then in Batman and Robin, he's one of the scientists on like the freeze laser in the observatory. Oh. No, see, I think it's the same character. Because he's a guy who works for Wayne Laboratories. Oh, he was a, so he was an executive. It's the, the Asian guy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, that's the same. 
His name's uh, Michael Paul Chan, and uh, he says, "Who is this nutball?" Uh, to Mr. Freeze. <laughs> he was, yeah, he uh, was in. Um, he was in a series, The Closer, with uh, Kira Yeah, he's yeah. a good character actor. He's been around, but I think he's. I mean, I, he gonna, probably has something on Joel. He's like, he's "You a, put me back in the movie." Yeah, come on. Don't he's be a working. Bully. He's yeah. working for Wayne Enterprises in both movies. I think so, he might be. Like those are specialized jobs. Yeah. Those are, so <laughs> what's what's the history behind this character? He was an executive at Wayne Industries. And now he does telescopes. And science, 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 division, <laughs> science division. Science division. Yeah. Becomes uh, a telescope operator. We'll talk, we'll talk about it all after right. the podcast. I'll yeah, I don't that. think we got it. All right. All right. <laughs> Jumping Fair right enough. into track twelve, we've got the Devlins with crossing the river. Looking in. Crossing the river To get to you I'm crossing the river Crossing the river is what's known as the classic soundtrack dip. <laughs> this soundtrack in. has taken quite a turn on the second half. What is happening? It's like what using, is it doing on here? Even if it's not, is this one even in the movie? Like, is no. This, no, no, way. no way is that in but the movie. But for the ones, the other ones that haven't been in the movie, I feel like most of the time I can be like, okay, it could kind of be at this in part world, or kind of be, yeah. this. what is this? This is also, this is in the know. same music video where they're like riding the Staten Island Ferry to fall in love. <laughs> yeah. Like in the t- an entirely different movie. Yeah, yeah. different movie. It's a, another Ireland band. Uh, there's a huge UK Australian connection yeah. here. There's like Ireland's pumped out a bunch of music. That's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Ireland, that's, yeah, that's it, it's got to be some sort, sort of Bono connection. It's some sort of Bono thing. Bono thing. Bono thing. Bono thing. That's just Bono stuff. But yeah, it does not fit. We keep in saying we're not going to bring up Bono, and here we are. Oh man, yeah, it doesn't fit in the soundtrack. Doesn't, doesn't fit in the world. Doesn't fit in the world. <laughs> no. I'm it's still unnatural. 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 Does not belong in this world. That Smash Mouth <laughs> song. I'm still reeling from that remix. All right, Nick. What do we got next? Uh, we've got track 13. Uh, the penultimate track on the soundtrack. Ooh. This is 8 by Sunny Day Real Estate. Maybe Cruel Intentions, but uh, yeah, again, Batman Forever. Well, uh, what's happening? Sunny Day Real Estate. You know, it's like a emo rock uh, pro- pro- progenitors. Yeah. Progenitors. Yeah, emo rock. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, this yeah. is like one emo? of the one of the first. Yeah, one of the first emo. <laughs> what's emo, Caleb? No, that makes sense. At home. <laughs> I, it's funny. Like I remember when I was in college, so probably uh, early two thousands. Big reveal. Somebody. Like, I knew a couple people that were really into Sunny Day Real Estate and, like, some other bands kind of like it. They're from your neck of the woods, right? They're a Seattle group. I think so, yeah. yeah. And I was like, I felt a little bit like, oh, these these guys are cool just in, just because they were into a band that I'd never heard of. Yeah. 
but now I don't know. Nah, now I think you... I was right. <laughs> I was right not to know them. But no, I mean, I don't know. People like Sunny Day Real Estate. I think 12-year-old Sealy would have happened on it and been like, this is cool. Yeah. Because yeah. It, it's very intro level. Like, yeah, rock. Like, mm-hmm. not... This is what's like going on in Chris O'Donnell's mind in this <laughs> yeah. movie. This is on his yeah. Yeah. No, this you know is, what? Uh, that feels right. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is when he's like, <laughs> what did you say on your... I've got an ear piercing. I'm different. Yes. <laughs> like, you don't even know. Look at this jacket. Yeah. <laughs> I've got like clips and stuff on my jacket. Yeah. It's like also you're a trapeze artist. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> relax. <laughs> pre when circuses are cool. Or not that they're cool now. But like, you know what I mean? Like, Wait, what? Pre Cirque du Soleil. Pre Cirque du Soleil. It's like we're making fun of the circus still. We do not recognize him as an athlete. I would love an updated version of Batman where Robin is like a French Canadian trapezist. Chiseled carny. Just does like artsy. He only contortion Can't fight. Just does these weird like performance pieces. And all of the henchmen are like, I just, I'm gonna walk away. I don't know. You really, you're weirding me out with your vibe. Yeah. We gotta make that movie. It's like a very sexual, like, form-fitting suit that just really accentuates his junk. Just sprockets like, ah, outfit. Ah, ah, ah. I do, like, in this one, so Robin, he is, like, a trapeze artist, and he, he is kind of a hero before he's recruited to be Robin. Mm-hmm. And he's wearing his old uniform, which is, like, kind of the classic Robin uniform. Yeah. Whereas in Batman oh, nice and Robin, one. like, uh, Alicia Silverstone just turns up and is Batgirl for some reason. Yeah. And is good at everything. Well, she one, her uh, parents died, so she earned it. That's that's right. That's right. I mean, guys, she gets you in the club. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see your parents tragically die in front of you? Hero then, orphans. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is my this is my niece. She's an, she's an orphan. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I love, I love how they do uh, the intro. Oh, Robin's a good fighter because Al- Alfred watched him like twirl his socks around. Oh, in the, the laundry, laundry room. Yeah, he's like. Don't worry, I'm used to doing my own laundry, and he's like, yeah, it's sock nunchucks. It's sock nunchucks. Oh god, I'm so glad you brought that up. I completely blank. I forgot that laundry oh, that, scene. It's that's so the most iconic scene. It's yeah. so bananas. <laughs> and then you're like, he's good. He's at basically laundry? fighting his wet clothes. Yeah. <laughs> What's happening? Imagine seeing that. That's the movie. Yeah. <laughs> and just being that, like, you get why it. Would you do that? I. But I, yeah, I got pumped up for that scene. <laughs> I, I mean, when I was a kid, for sure. Have I tried to nunchuck my socks? Are there yeah. nunchucks in your living room? Yeah. <laughs> As we are pulling into the last track no. on this big boy, this is track 14, Bad Days by The Flaming Lips. I think when I own this soundtrack, I never got past. I must have never gotten past uh, track four, "Kiss from a Rose." <laughs> well, this have- is uh, Flaming Lips doing their like Beach Boys impression. Yeah. Um, they, had, I remember they had had a hit with that song "Vaseline," or this is like be- way before. Yeah, it's pretty, Amy. It's pretty early Flaming Lips. Well, they, 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 they were around, for, around a for a long time. Pretty famous. Um, I remember mm-hmm. maybe a year or two before this, they had some like alternative. Uh, like format hits hits kind of 
But this is, yeah, and then they went away for, like, 10 years and then became a huge, like... Huge, huge hit. Yeah, I don't know what... They, like, took drugs and, like, found the right producer. They just yeah. fucking kept at it because they were living in, like, Oklahoma City or something. Yeah. And, yeah. and uh, living in Star Wars. Uh, this this is actually in the movie. Yeah, this is... This uh, is Riddler's song when he goes to his workshop. <laughs> Edward E. Nigma's like, apartment slash workshop. I like when, uh, when, when the Riddler's sitting around deciding, like what he's going to be as a villain. Yeah. He has a dummy dressed as the Riddler. <laughs> that he ends up and he's like, exactly. okay, so who am I going to be? And he just has this thing like moving around <laughs> behind him, but he ends up just <laughs> completely copying. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It's like, I'm going to be captain kill. And then the Riddler decides, <laughs> no, it's like, okay. <laughs> ah! Ah! That's the soundtrack. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. So we, uh, we have to review. We're going to move on to reviews and recommendations. Yeah. So. I got to stop playing this. Wait, we weren't reviewing all those songs as we were going? We no. got to review the soundtrack. Yeah, the soundtrack is a whole. Oh, okay. We're going to so. rate it on a scale of uh, zero to 15 stars <laughs> in the sky. That's what we always do. Uh, decimal points allowed. Decimal points we like allowed. to be specific. Standard. <laughs> Standard, really. Normal, yeah, normal yeah, podcast just standard stuff. record, just you know, <laughs> yeah, as specific as possible. Okay, great. We needed to up it to fifteen to really get the um, the range. You know, yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, Chris, why don't you lead us off this time? Oh, Wouldn't boy. want anyone, anything to sway your decision. Okay. <laughs> Batman Forever. I know. I'm I'm easily swayed by these two. Um, golly, it's a good soundtrack. It's a good soundtrack. It dips as many soundtracks do. Um, Dip as they do. I gotta take a couple of Star Tomatoes away for not putting these songs in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a big part of it. That's Does what that... a soundtrack should be. Yeah, how is it a soundtrack, honestly? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, the, so I, I can't just say like these collection of songs alone. I, I'm gonna give it a 8.3. Okay. 8.3 out of 15. There's some good songs. I think Kiss from a Rose is become like a parody song. Uh, it's not a real song. <laughs> but there are like some like some surprising breakout, like, oh man, that's a, that's a really good song, uh, I think, on this. And I, I would say that's like Mazzy Star, um, uh, Smash It Up by The Offspring's pretty good, uh, Massive Attack song, the, you know, it's okay. <laughs> and uh, PJ Harvey, you too, I can live without, but you know, hey, what are we gonna do? With or without you? All right, Method Man, um, Method Man. Thank you, Chris. Uh, I'm, I'll go first. Oh, second, actually. Go, I'll go first. Well, mine doesn't. Mine doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> Why doesn't yours matter? Um, so I. First of all, we always we always knock soundtracks for uh, not including great songs that are on the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. This one didn't do that. <laughs> there was no music to include. Yeah, um, yeah. A lot of the a lot of the music wasn't in the movie. Um, there was one terrible cover, one good cover, and one pretty good cover. Mm-hmm. Um, I gotta I gotta give this. It's first of all, it's better than I remembered it being. I thought that it was going to be really bad. Yeah. Um, just the fact that me as like a uh, maybe 10-year-old, 11-year-old kid bought a CD that had Nick Cave and PJ Harvey yeah. and like Massive Attack. It's, I mean, it's pretty amazing, Method they, Man. They pulled a bait and switch on you. Yeah, it, it, was, <laughs> for it was, the better, was... For the better. For the better. I'm going to give this a 10.2. Oh, huh, very cool. All right. Very cool. 
Celia, what have you got? Zero to 15 stars, oh decimal points included. Stars in the sky. Star tomatoes. Um, <laughs> I don't have any expertise in this, uh, having on. listened to very few soundtracks in this sort of setting. Yeah, you follow your heart. Yeah. I, You'll never have to do this again. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I come like, back on the podcast. I feel, okay, but here's the thing. Is I feel like I might rate it higher if I had to, had to listen to more, like you guys have listened to more soundtracks, so maybe you're looking at this more favorably. Whereas oh. for me, if I listen to, like, the only soundtracks I could name you are like very iconic ones. Right, or like right. Jurassic Park, or it's a musical. You know what I mean? So this mm. is neither of those things. Understood. Mm. Rightfully so. <laughs> I think with the exception of maybe three of these songs i would not ever need to hear any of these songs again <laughs> but like those three songs are good and include kiss from a rose which is iconic so like those three songs get like a 10 star and then the rest of the album gets two stars can is that sure on an average it brings it down way too low though that's why i don't want to <laughs> well i don't want to average it to five and sound like a dick oh no le- <laughs> legally you do have to legally i have to that, average. So. all right i'm gonna give it a seven point Eight. There it is. Oh, right. okay. Okay. Very good. That's a great rating. That's okay. a great rating. All right, Nick, drop the hammer. What do you got? <laughs> Star tomatoes. What are those? Uh, I thought that's what you said. No, that's what they said. I wrote it down. <laughs> Drew a little picture. Take a couple of star tomatoes away. Uh, how, many, how many pitchforks do you give this? <laughs> I would give this album a uh, 10.8. Nice. Oh, so, okay. It, it started out like it the was looking good, and then it kind of went downhill at the, the second half. Yeah. But um, I owned the soundtrack when I was a kid, listened to it a bunch. Um, I mean, it's bad, but it's like kind of good bad at certain points, you know? And yeah, ten point eight star tomatoes. All right, everybody. All right, all right. Um, I I did uh you know the uh before we get to the recommendations uh I I included some stuff about the um the scores. Uh, oh no. So I no no no. It's just <laughs> I you could have told me this was the same Batman score from the Tim Burton ones, but it's a different Batman theme. Yeah, because Danny Elfman did the... Uh, Danny Elfman did the 89 one, which was also in Batman Returns, you know, a little bit differently. And this one was Elliot uh, Goldenthal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was like, uh, Joel Schumacher was like, don't, I don't want to rip off, don't just change up the Danny Elfman one, I want a new thing. But, if you were to listen to them back to back, you, I, I wouldn't know that they were different things. But they are different. Anyway, let's let's hear let's hear the '89 version. The Danny Elfman. The Danny Elfman. Let's hear the Elfman. Let's hear the Elfman. Pretty standard. Okay, the Danny Elfman. Yeah, yeah. Men in Black. Men in Black. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just as marching. Every action <laughs> theme. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Love Danny Elfman. And then let's let's hear the score from uh, Batman Forever. Elliot Goldenthal. It's like I know it doesn't. I know they're different, but my brain is not registering them as. This sounds like Danny Elfman. (laughs) This is the one that sounds familiar to me for some reason. That's the Batman Forever one. Yeah, which which was reprised in a in Batman and Robin. 
But the first two, uh, Batman and Batman Returns, it's that Danny Elfman one. But you could have told me that was the one playing the whole, the forever. Stick around, everybody. We're doing recommendations. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Chris. Chris is score corner. Thank you, everybody. (laughs) New segment. Scorecard. (laughs) All right. We're going to move on to uh, recommendations for our favorite uh, hero song in Uh, the spirit of Batman. Uh, Seely, why don't you? Uh, oh man, us I'm gonna off. start. Okay. Yeah. So when I was given the assignment, <laughs> I, I took it. Sorry for the homework. Far yeah. too seriously. Yeah, okay. No, you know how sometimes people ask you, "Would you rather?" and you think about it like it's really important and you're gonna have to do it, and it is really matters kind of, what your like answer is. Is this like a song is. about Harriet Tubman? Or no, something? it's not. This is just like I was like, oh, I took this way too serious, <laughs> and I thought about, oh, I don't want to do something obvious like there goes my hero or like a Tina Turner. But those were in the mix. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then I figured, uh, so I went with a song by a lesser-known band. Do I say it, or do you play it? How do yeah. we do this? Yeah, yeah. why don't you Oh, I say it, it now. Okay. I was just being coy, because I didn't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Please do. Um, it's called Hands Dirty. It's by a band called Delta Ray. Okay. They're great. I think they're probably my favorite, or one of my favorite bands currently. Um, they're like a six-piece, gothic, country, folk rock thing. Hell, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's like a hype song. I feel like that's what a hero song should be. It's definitely like a get hype and then get into it oh, kind of yeah. song. So that's that's called Hands Dirty. Let's take Let's a listen. I could raise the crops from the earth. I could raise my children from birth. But when I'm looking for work, they say that job ain't for her. I could be a good man's wife. I could give a new This looks like an amazing music video as well. Yeah, it, yeah. It's also a very good music video. Yeah, she's <laughs> cutting out newspaper strippings and stuff, and it looks like she's about to get back at somebody. There's like four vocalists. They all like really love to dig into it. It's a it's a fun band to see live. Del- I recommend. Delta Ray? Delta Ray. Very Man, cool. Sturdy. Very great pick, Seeley. Very Thank nice. So oh, thanks, guys. Great hero pick. Great hero pick. <laughs> all right. I'll, uh, I'll go next. Go for it. Uh, for my hero song, Caleb thinks he might have uh, guessed no, no, what no. my pick is. You said yours is very obscure. Sure. <laughs> said I would never guess it. Um, this is a song by a guy that go- calls himself uh, Hot Dad. Ah, oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah. I told you about this. <laughs> I just learned about this today. These two, like, two guys. All right. This is uh, this is a song about is it uh, the Darkwing Duck one. The uh, a real space hero, uh, Elon Musk. <laughs> This is his track, Elon what? Musk, in parentheses, uh, Cars in Space. <laughs> Let's get a little taste of this. We can't get away soon to the moon or maybe the Mars. Elon Musk is the best space guy. Put the cars in space with the O-wheel drive. Don't want to be stopped by road space touring. I'll slip in during this space for a plane change. What if Elon Musk can put more cars in outer space? Enabling road trips to almost every single place. Space hero. Uh, hero to all. Elon, Elon Musk. Musk. Oh, 
God. What happened to him after he went on uh, Joe Rogan? Oh, man, he's never been the same. He's never been the same. Yeah. It's over. He got, like, ousted. (laughs) Yeah. And some weird blow-up at some cave divers, and then they (laughs) kind of suck into obscurity. Some scuba diver in the Philippines. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, If you don't know Hot Dad, uh, check out all of his uh, amazing work and videos. And... Yeah, huge uh, hot dad fan over here too. Uh, nice, nice. Uh, Just a hot dad head over I was here. Actually, hot showing dad. Caleb and Seely hot dad videos before <laughs> this thing. Oh, hey. Hey. Oh, sorry. All right, I'll go next. If All you right, don't mind. what do you got, Caleb? Uh, my one. pick is from 1966. This is an artist who has appeared on the podcast before. I think on the uh, Rules of Attraction soundtrack, uh, Donovan. Yeah, um, this is the album cut uh, Sunshine Superman. I love that song. So let's uh, let's hear it. Superman or Green Lantern ain't got nothing on me. I can make like a turtle and I fall. You're puzzling the sea. Yep. I give you, you can just sit there while thinking on your velvet throne. So you can have all your own when you've made your mind Yeah, Donovan. It's uh there's some speculation about what the song's about. It's kind of uh, a <laughs> romance. There was I think it was originally uh, titled like for John and Paul because he was friends with the Beatles. I think it's about taking acid and feeling like a god. Yeah, I've always wondered. Um, <laughs> Golden like, God. It's, it's one of the first col- one convoluted of the, songs. One of the very first psychedelic pop songs. Uh, playing on that song is uh, Jimmy Page on guitar, mm-hmm. John Paul Jones on bass. Right. Yeah, I know. They did work with him. Yeah. Pre Zep. Pre. Yep. Wow, that's amazing. All right, Chris. Nice. Very cool. All right. All right. Yeah. All right, bring us home, Chris. I, yeah. uh, I kind of cheated on this one. Uh, it's, I mean, this is um, Girly Sounds um, uh, Batmobile, because uh, I don't know when else I would be able to recommend <laughs> this song, and I thought it was apropos, and I was like, Batmobile, hero, ah, yeah. sure. But this is um, Liz Fair uh, was recording stuff under the name Girly Sound, and is from the Girly Sound tapes uh, that were recorded in her parents' bedroom in 1991 and they finally got a re-release like last year so let's let's hear that song parents bedroom yeah (laughs) or parents house whatever here we go If only I could make an album that sounded that good. <laughs> I mean, and, some, and seriousness a little bit. Super lo-fi stuff. Yeah, I like the uh, lo-fi. Just, I think... Sorry, just, no, just what she's thinking. Just <laughs> what she's thinking. I mean, it's it's a beautiful song, I think. And it's really, you know, that like, I gotta get out of my hometown. And like, no one gets me. So it's like filled with teen angst. But uh, those girly sound tapes, uh, the, the, they're like bootleg demos recorded in her childhood bedroom at her parents' house. Sorry. Um, are they're they're pretty awesome and they're they're tough like things to find if you ever come across a girly sound tape that's worth a lot anyway all right guys thank you uh, so much 
Thank you, Sealy. Thanks for having yeah, me. Yeah, forever. Um, you got any yeah. plugs? Anything you want to plug besides the Still Got It podcast? I mean, yeah, listen to Still Got It podcast. You can find me uh, at Sealy Schumer. It's Sealy spelled like celery without the R and Schumer spelled like Amy or Chuck, depending on what you follow <laughs> <laughs> on Insta and Twitter. <laughs> right on, right on. Yeah, and oh. check out uh, our appearance on that podcast yes. coming out uh, two or three days from three days from now. Nope, two, nope. like two. a week from now. Well, a week yeah. from uh, week two half. days from. It's you coming out at some us. point. <laughs> oh, yeah, it'll, oh, yeah, it's going to be great. Thanks a lot, guys. I think I'm going to pick the first Batman soundtrack for the next episode. We're going to stay in the Batman universe. Oh God, forever. I'm Batman Dad. <laughs> Sorry, Chris. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We love y'all. Thank you.